Hello and welcome back for another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. I'm Daniel, he's Josh, and we are here in the middle of February. I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. Josh, how was your Valentine's Day with your loved one? Valentine's Day was great with my girlfriend. We had a great time. Uh, we started off the day, we, we, we made breakfast. She made me breakfast, some, some nice brunch. We had a couple cocktails and then we went to dinner. A nice steakhouse, had a great meal. And uh, just just uh, just another great day with my lady. That's fantastic. Yeah, Marissa and I jumped onto the Patreon over at patreon.com slash by order of Peaky. And we had a special little Valentine's Day episode where we made some predictions on maybe which relationships could last past season six and into the, the Peaky unknown because we're, we're in some strange territory here. And if you guys haven't learned and you're just tuning in after not hearing the last few episodes, it's been announced that season six will be the final season of Peaky Blinders, and then Stephen Knight will be making a movie. So we're kind of entering into that canon atmosphere, which whatever happens in this next season, Josh, it's going to be locked in in like Peaky Blinders lore because there's no more seasons after this. So if, if Tommy and Lizzie end this season married, right? Like they're, they're married forever as far as we're concerned. Unless in like 30 years, there's like a Peaky Blinders sequel as there seems to be a sequel coming out for everything. They're even teasing a... Uh, Ace Ventura 3 which like has there uh, ever been I know has there ever been a good sequel to like anything like I'm really praying that, that the Coming to America sequel is good because that's a great movie that I don't want ruined but yeah, you're right if, whatever happens this last season it's etched in history forever there's no ifs ands or buts about it there's no speculating that's what we have to go off of so it's, it's very important I don't know how I feel about the Coming to America sequel I don't know I mean they're just all it's all been bad. They're talking about a Wedding Crasher sequel that we discussed a couple months Ugh. ago. It's, uh, it's not great. Did you hear this most recent thing, which could be pretty cool? So Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is the renowned writer of Killing Eve and star and writer of Fleabag. She won a couple Emmys last year. She is hilarious. Her and Donald Glover. Yes, I saw that. Are making a TV show about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Speaking of your sequels. It, I, I did see that. And I think that if anybody could do it right, it's her. I She's agree. amazing. And Donna Glover is also awesome, but she would, she's probably like the brains behind that because she's phenomenal. Her writing, her directing, her, everything about her is amazing. Absolutely. And, you know, they starred together in the Han Solo movie a couple of years ago called Solo. She was the robot, like the feministic, yes. um, his robot. So they, they do have some chemistry and hopefully that could, that could be solid. Well, let's get into some peaky talk. I wanted to go off the top and talk about a couple of the new things that we've learned. A lot of gossip has been, you know, spilled from our mouths and most of it over on Patreon. So if you, if you guys are interested in the peaky off season, you know, the, the, the day to day, the week to week, the posts, all the leaked photos of the, the filming from Scotland and everything like that, I would really recommend that if you want to help Josh and I out, whether it be, you know, to take care of our next donut or something. It's just $5 a month. And we're our next donut. I like how you that, that's, that's what came to your head. Yes. Yes, please. I, donate to our donut fund. I did just have some donuts. I, I moved into a new apartment and there's a, there's a bakery in the lobby, which is just terrible. So we had seven inches of snow last night and I went down to go get my mail and I ran into the, the owner of the bakery and he was really nice and he gave me a dozen donuts. A wow. dozen. How, what am I supposed to do with a dozen donuts? 
I mean, definitely just get fat off of them. Yeah, I mean, I've already eaten too. So yeah, so I mean, I mean, I'm in beautiful South Florida where it's nice. It's 80, 80 ish degrees, 85 degrees with no snow. So that's that. good. Yeah, we have lots, lots of snow. Polar vortex is always fun. But I do want to, I do want to say that there is uh, some cool news that we can talk about on this pod, and that's the uh, the announcement that Sophie Rundle is like deep into pregnancy. She's not just expecting. She's like. She's got herself a nice little baby bump. So congratulations to Sophie and, and her loved one. As much as the shit that Ada has to deal with in Peaky Blinders with everyone she loves dying, I'm really happy that the actress behind Ada Shelby can, can come through with some real love here in this Valentine's week. And I wonder like how you film during that. Like, is she filming? Is she in the show? Or are they just going to have to like, not have her on the show like are they gonna have to wait to film her scenes like film her I, I don't know that's 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 just that's interesting it's something that i don't know it's a great question i know that there have been shows and movies more often shows filmed where like an actress is pregnant and they really hide a lot of it like uh lily from how i met your mother i think she was pregnant for an entire season and they just always put big coats or maybe she's sitting down i i had the prediction over on on patreon talking on sunday that this season was going to have a lot less of some of these characters that have gotten a lot more famous. And for example, we've seen pictures and, and over, you know, over, over the weeks, we've seen a lot of these leaked photos and Michael Finn Cole is shown in it, but it makes us think how, how much time does he have to go over to Scotland and go to the UK? Maybe he has a week and then he's got to come back to America because He's in the making of a, of a, you know, he's the star of a TV show called Animal Kingdom. He just was the star alongside Margot Robbie with this movie Dreamland that I, I recently watched. And Anya Taylor-Joy is blowing up. She's got two Golden Globe nominees, neither of them for what she deserves. You know, Peaky Blinders should be a, a Golden Globe nominee, but they just, they just hate, they hate those British shows. But no, I don't know how much Anya and, and Finn are going to be in this season because of their availability. That's something that I was kind of bringing up. It's definitely, it's definitely interesting how they are able to do that. I mean, especially with Finn Cole. I mean, that's, that's a lot that he has going on. It's impressive. It shows the prowess that he, his, his, his climb, his ascension up the acting ranks. But I mean, I guess like when you're making millions of dollars and, and you love doing it, it's not that big of a deal and they can fly you to and from. So, I mean, they definitely, they definitely make it work and, I guess it's, it's, it's worth it. I mean, they are making a lot of money. Yeah. I was just speaking about conflicts, right? You have, you have a lot of, of course. conflicts, especially now when I'm, I'm sure every show is starting to get going again. And, and I even noticed the show that I watch on on Apple TV that is less than a year old called for all mankind is already coming back for season two. So I'm, I'm excited about that. That was a cool little show. Like one of those alternate reality, alternate universe, I should say shows where uh, Russia got to the moon first, but a little bit more about the filming over in Scotland. Josh, did you see this? They had sub-zero temperatures hitting yes. the coastal town to the point where the Peaky Blinders bosses had to go to Kenny Morin, the shoe repair owner who makes the, you know, these, these shoes that, that the stars wear, the cobbler, and asked him to add non-slip protection. So that that's means that's hopefully like a great bleep blooper, uh, blooper reel from this season of February yeah. slipping actually insane that they were filming during that like i can't even imagine like you're not you're not like supposed to be outside during that like your face freezes 
So I wonder if we're going to be able to see like how cold it is. I'm sure there's going to be they were like, like, no, but I'm saying like, are we going to see their faces like so red and like freezing? Like, you know, like it's, 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 it's going to be interesting. That's a situation where it'll be interesting to see how talented these actors really are. And if they can get stuff done on one or two takes, because if there's a scene that's like 12 takes, like you said, we're going to notice we're really going to notice, but um, let's get to the brunt of this episode and something that I teased last week over on Patreon. And I said, I was going to do this on the Apple pod where Josh decided that he was the all decisive knowing soccer terminology guy corrected me on, on, I don't even remember what the reference was talking about an attacker in soccer. <laughs> oh, oh, we were saying that if Tommy had his own team, he would have Billy Great as the goalie available if he wasn't the black cat and he would just have to go find himself an attacker. So then, you know, I, I thought up the idea that Josh and I would have ourselves a little draft here to pick 11 characters on each team to fill out our Peaky Blinders soccer team. I think that due to Josh's all-knowing ability to know everything about soccer, and you know what? PSG just dominated Barcelona in the Champions League round of 16. You're basically killing an Mbappe, and so I'll let you. I'll let there you draft you first. Thank you. I appreciate that. I just got a hat trick. That's awesome. You did Thank you. you did against Barcelona without Neymar, which is impressive. Yeah, they bodied. They bodied that game. But I guess I'll go with the first pick, and I think this is an obvious pick. I'm gonna go with Tommy Shelby as my attacker, as my lead attacker. My so not as your striker. <laughs> no, he's my striker. I'm gonna go with Tommy Shelby at the front, at the top, lead goal scorer. The guy's the guy's the man in charge. He's not he's not afraid to take risks. He's not he, he's always finishing the task. He's always the guy who they who who you want the ball. Who's gonna be ta- who's gonna be taking the penalty kick at the end of the game? Two two tie ninety third minute penalty in the box. Tommy Shelby steps up to the ball, puts it into the in the in the upper ninety right side, moves on. Champions League winner Tommy Shelby is my first pick. I don't even know what, how a goalie could control themselves if you have to have a stare down. You know that little stare down in the penalty oh, absolutely. shootout? Absolutely. And not to mention the referees are going to have a tough time. That's a good choice. Referees are going to have a tough time trying to get that cigarette out of, out of Tom's mouth. Absolutely. He, he's, he's, very, he's very multidimensional. Like he, he can catch you in any, in any way he wants. He so probably that's has why deceptive he's... speed too. Right, right. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. I, I'm going to go ahead, and it's only in perfect season six fashion. Oh, I have two picks, so I got to think of a second one. But first off, I, I'm going to have to go with Michael. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the pitted rivalry. I've got the youngster, the, you know, the 19-year-old's stud prospect up against the veteran. And, uh, and I, have a, I have a good feeling that Michael Gray will be a leader on my team. I'm not necessarily sure how talented he is at the sport, but I need to have someone who brings the emotion and brings the fire. I can't have everyone on my team, you know, praising the other, the other team. You can't be like, oh, I'm facing Messi. He's such a legend. Got to have someone who doesn't necessarily bow down to Tommy Shelby. So I'm going to go with Michael, and then I'm going to back that up in the exact opposite fashion, and I'm going to have to start to build my defense. And I'm going to go with Arthur Shelby. I, I'm not sure that you want to get a header near Arthur Shelby. I think Arthur will take care of business as long as there's no distractions. That's the big thing. If, if Linda 
finds her way inside the first 10 rows around all of our cutouts that are cheering on the team with the fake crowd noise. If she gets in there, I'm not so sure how he can keep that composure, but nonetheless, I think he's the best athlete on the field. And, and it just feels like Paul Anderson, you know, such a, such a big fan of our podcast. I think he knows a thing or two about, about footy. So I'm going with Arthur, Michael and Arthur with my two picks. Now you have two. Okay. So those, those are good picks. I'm going to, with my, with my second pick, I'm going to have someone rise from the dead. Okay. Rise from the ashes, like the Phoenix. And I'm going to go with John Shelby, another scrappy player who's going to be doing the dirty work for you. He's going to be getting into, into, your, into the other players' ears. He's going to be talking shit. He's going to be talking smack. He's going to be that, that little pest that's just going to be, you know, poking the ball away when you're, when you're close to the box. He's, he's definitely a midfielder. He's, he's running both sides. He's got a lot of energy. I'm going with John Shelby with my next pick. I don't know if you agree with that or not. As, I, think, I think it's a great a choice. Pick. I think the only thing you have to worry about is maybe picking up a couple cards, and I'm in the same boat. Absolutely. It's just that's what, the risk. You gotta that's hope the that risk. the referees are a little lenient. You know, you gotta hope that our guys, Sergeant Pitts, is the main is the main ref. Look, that's the risk you take. You know, there are some players in in, in the Premier League who are very aggressive, but they're really good. And that's just that, that's that's just the risk you take by 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 picking up John Shelby. What so. was the guy's name? Bastian Schweinsteiger, right? I mean, you just you understand that he's probably gonna pick up some yellow cards here and there. But John versus Arthur on those corners. I cannot wait. You know, Tommy's kicking the corner. So you, it's just all about putting the guys together that are going to, you know, put someone's leg out with the, with the edge of, of a cigarette. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Longest yard style. Absolutely. So I guess, so right now I got Tommy Shelby uh, as my attacker yep. and I got John Shelby rising from the dead to be my midfielder, my, my starting midfielder. So that leads me to my next player i guess i don't know what formation i'm running here but it's a very you can start, start to build it start to build i will say very, I said sergeant pitts i meant sergeant moss who is sergeant played by moss. tony pitts there you go so my next pick i'm gonna go with johnny dogs another scrappy player we got a very scrappy bunch yes this is this i'm interested to hear about this pick so i got a very very scrappy team johnny dogs another player who's gonna get in your ears into the dirty work and I, I just feel like he's a very quick, very, very scrappy kind of guy, very quick. So I like that on my team. I'm building a lot of speed. You are. You are. And I, I'm, I'm more focused on the camaraderie. All right. So you've got Tommy John, John Dogs. Obviously, your team's going to have good chemistry. I'm also thinking about chemistry. And so I may be, I may be reaching a little bit here with, uh, with my third pick. But I got to put Michael with his boy and take Isaiah. Isaiah, maybe another stud athlete. Just get him out their wings. He'll be my right wing. Try to put the ball in the middle of the field. I have yet to grab a, a striker yet, an attacker. And so I, I feel like putting together speed, obviously chemistry. I, I think I'm going to go with Daryl McCormick, who is the original Isaiah instead of Jordan Bulger. But that's, uh, that's getting into the weeds. And, uh, and let's see. I'll back that up with a goalkeeper. Okay, I'm going to snag a goalie here and I'm going to continue with this theme of chemistry and take Isaiah's papa, Jeremiah. I like that. I think he's got a lot of size. He's someone that as long as we kind of keep that Jesus energy going and praying to God a lot, he'll, he'll have the right mindset 
and, and I'm starting to, you know, I got a defenseman and I got a goalie now to go with Michael, who feels like he'll probably be like a midfielder and, uh, and Isaiah down the right wing. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. So, I mean, now I'm building up my, my defense with a very smart, wise player. And I'm going to go with Curly. I mean, with uh, Curly. I'm going to go with Charlie. Okay. Armstrong. I was going to say Curly. Curly no, might no, be no. the mascot. I got, I got, I got, I got, they're always together. So I'm going to go with Charlie Strong. He's, he's going to be, he's going to be my, my fortifying force in the back end here, making sure that we're making right decisions, calling out all the shots from the back. I just think it's a no brainer there. And then to build up, to, to, to build up the other side of my defense, next, next Charlie Strong, I'm going to go with Pauly. I'm going to go with Aunt Pauly. She's, Ooh, she's wise as well. That's, that's a good sleeper. Very strong. You're not going to be able to go through her without a fight. So I think Charlie Strong and Aunt Polly as my two back defenders is perfect. I, I like that. I think that's a good choice. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It'll be tough to leave Curly on the bench, you know. But I think we're not going to choose him. But that's just just a bold pick. We're gonna we're gonna find out as things go on. I I'm trying to you know I'm going through the pool here and I'm trying to figure out who might be my best attacker. And I'm struggling to pick something up. So I'm going to continue with a defenseman and I'm going to go with another bruiser. You put Arthur in center alongside another center back and that's Danny Wisbang. Danny Wisbang. I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of that, you know, Jeremiah, Arthur chemistry going Add another guy in from France, make it Danny Wisbang. And I'm not sure you want to go anywhere near that guy when there's a nuke that he thinks is maybe a grenade, but is actually just a soccer ball coming in. That's, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's, uh, let's back that up. And, and I think maybe we should have done a little bit more prep so that we're doing less scattering, but let's, let's go ahead and back that up with my center attacking mid. And that's going to be Bonnie. I like Bonnie. I like the younger you're going a little older. I think your, your average age is around 40. Mine is like around 25. And, and Bonnie's just another one of those athletes, right? We've seen him in the ring. We know that translation from MMA and boxing can move over to the soccer field, as, as does football with, with Chad Ochocinco. We know that soccer players have been to dabble. You don't really need to use your hands in this sport, though. So it'll be interesting to see how Bonnie can adapt and, and swing over to, to, a, to a footy-style game. Okay. I, I, that's totally understandable, totally reasonable. Uh, I next with my next pick, and, I, and this this is going to be a very detailed analysis. I'm going to go with Finn Cole. Finn Cole. Sorry. What? Finn <laughs> Shelby. Finn Shelby with my next pick because he needs some youth. He, his, his potential is untapped. We've seen his evolution, his physical evolution since season one. He's, he's still getting stronger. He's still getting bigger. And so, you know, I'm going to stash him in my roster for, for years to come, and he's going to be one of the best players in the league for the next, probably within two years. It's definitely so, a good guy for you to loan out. You know, you might not need him in, in year one, but eventually you can call back. And, and, you know, he just played a little bit for Ted Lasso. He can get back on your team and, and continue going. Okay, next I'm going to go with Ada. Ada Shelby is, is, is also a force to be reckoned with. I mean, she's, you definitely don't want to mess with her. She's, she's strong. She's strong-willed, and I just think that she's going to be another force in, in, in the middle for me. Ada's a good choice. And, and once again, Josh is just showing his equality. I mean, this, this guy, he's got two female footballers on his squad, putting a lot of pressure on me to take someone 
on that side of the ball and I'm between two and I think I'm going to go with Esme. I think Esme will be a very solid center defensive mid. Just I'm just going to pair her with John and she fucking hated John for a good portion of that time when they were together because of how much he would spend with Tommy, John and Tommy as teammates. I got Esme on the other side. And, uh, and so I'll put her with my attacker. We're, we're almost done here. We got what? One, two, three, four, five. Is this our eighth pick? Ninth pick, something like that. And, and as the team goes along, I'm going with Luca, Luca Changretta, a, a second kind of villain in the show. I feel like he's got some Italian suave. That's no, that's definitely, definitely a, a very fine pick. We're, if we're going with villains here, they have a lot, they have a lot to bring to the table. I'm going to go with Oswald Mosley. I mean, like, you have to have that guy on your team that everybody just absolutely hates, but they're just great at what they do. Oswald Mosley is great at what he does, getting under, under the, the opposing player's skin. He's kind of like a Neymar. Like, like no one likes Neymar. Like, he's, he's an asshole, but he's really damn good at playing the sport. So that's why I'm going to go with Oswald Mosley with my pick. Am I still up? Yep, next one. Okay, next one. Hmm, gotta, this, is, this, is a very, this is very tough. It's very tough, but I'm going to go with Gina. Another player. I'm building a team of villains. A team yeah. Of, of misfits that everybody does not like. So Gina also is just someone that's going to get under your skin. I feel like she's also very quick on her feet. She, 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 she's going to score a lot of goals. You know, very secretly is going to score some goals for you. So I'm going to go with Gina on my team along with Oswald Mosley. Those, pairing those two people up. Maybe they have a love interest. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know. That's a good call. Good call there. I don't know how, how athletic Gina Anya Taylor Joy has portrayed herself in some of these, some of these scenes and movies and shows she's been in. But you know, you can't go wrong with someone that, like you mentioned, it's all about being opposite of like your loved one. And so Gina up against Michael could be a good one. I yeah, we got two picks left each. Each ah, I'm gonna go ahead, and it feels like it feels like a cheap pick, but I'm gonna do it anyways. I'm gonna solidify my defense with Goliath. The guy that Bonnie Gold fought in the in the boxing match, like a seven foot five stud. I'm going with Goliath. I'm pairing him up with Princess Tatiana, and that that's 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 a solid team. I'm very happy with that. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go with Curly. You mean you you dog Curly? But Curly's got some secret skills, man. Curly secretly is is a legend. I think he's a goalie. Doing. He, he is my goalie, actually. Thank you. Thank you for the recommendation. But Curly's going to go out there. He's going to save. He's going to save some goals. He's going to be doing the little nitty-gritty things right. And I want him on my team 10 times out of 10. So this is your and, last pick. I actually have one more. I miscounted. So we're, we're in round 11 right. here. This is where you wrap it up. My last pick. <laughs> my last pick is going to be Dig Beth Kidd. Oh, out of left field, Dick Beth kid, because he's willing to take one for the team at all times. Like you gotta have a guy with heart, and Dick Beth kid has got the heart that you want on your team. So Dick Beth kid, you know, he's been coming off the bench for me, you know, a, a lot of the times. But right now, he's 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 making the final eleven. Nothing solidifies a last pick like Dick Beth kid, and that's where I was. I'm between two here, and I almost I, I want to give the love. To our guy Adam L. Hagar, but I don't. I also don't want him to be the last pick of the draft. So Mister Irrelevant is gonna go to a guy that may not even show up to the game, 
But if he does, I know that I'm going to get crowd based off of him. It's basically my Tim Tebow pick for the New York Mets. And I'm going to go with Alfie Solomons. We, 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 we kind of like, we kind of ignored him. I feel like he was in Tom Hardy was in like a rugby movie or something. So I know that he's got the skills and, uh, and when all else fails, he'll just kill someone on the other side and I'll be That's fine because him and Luca will take care of business. Very true. I, I don't know. I think, I think my team takes you down instantly. Tommy Shelby scoring a hat trick against yours 10 times out of 10. Going through the next round, my squad. You know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to call upon any soccer ex- expert listeners, okay? Any soccer experts there, any professional soccer players or coaches that happen to love the show that you know or we know, we'll, we'll try to get a good collective and we can send them our teams. We can get some responses. You could be as creative as you want. Let us know how a two-legged contest would go. One match at Josh's you know, home, wherever that is. I think it's going to be Charlie Strong's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and call it his scrapyard. And then mine, mine will be over in America, right? Because I've got, I've got Michael and, uh, and he's moved over to America. So we've got a two-legged Champions League draw. Let's, let's dissect it next time and, and find Love out it. from any, any soccer listeners. Uh, thanks so much for joining us once again, everyone listening. And Josh, I'll be back whether on Patreon or here on Apple. So make sure to go ahead and check us out. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You can email us at bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com. He's Josh, I'm Daniel, and we binge so you don't have to.